0: Bismillahir Rahmanir Raheem uh, This is part 2 of the talk uh, Rectifying Bad Moral Values by Hazrat Maulana Mufti Muhammad usmani Damat Barakatam or for example excessive desire for physical pleasures is also an undesirable mental attribute if a person acts on this desire inappropriately it is a grave danger and is lethal in this tariq that is the subwoof for example, a person was used, used to using his eyes in a way that's forbidden under Sharia. When he set, set out on the path of Tazkia, that is purification of his inner self, he learned that it is a major sin and he needs to stop himself from committing that act. Once he started on that path, there were again occasions when he developed similar impulses and an intense desire to use his eyes the way he used to previously but then he remembered that he started on the path of self-improvement. Therefore, he would need to avert his eyes and stop himself from staring inappropriately. When he would do this for the first time, it would be extremely hard for him to do so against his previous nature. But he wants to progress on the path to self-improvement. He would need to make a conscious decision that no matter how difficult it seems, He will not commit that act again. When he then stops staring at what he has been forbidden to stare at by Allah Ta'ala, it will be a little bit easier for him to move his eyes away the second time and a little bit easier the third time than the second time and so on. With repeated practice over a period of time, even though he will still have some degree of desire to stare at what he has been forbidden to stare at, but it will be much easier for him to stop himself from mm-hmm. doing so compared to the very first time. It is because by repeatedly averting his eyes, his desire to stare has become weakened. That is why Hazratanwi Rehmatullahi, mm-hmm. that is what Hazratanwi Rehmatullahi mm-hmm. means by saying that the primary aim of combating bad moral values is to weaken them, and weakening, in this context, means that after repeated practice, it becomes much easier to refrain from committing those sins, though a person still needs to make some effort to do so. No matter how much bujaidah, that is sustained effort, a person performs, the internal desire to commit sins of libido, of anger, never go away completely. A person still gets, gets impulses and desires to engage in those acts, the difference that mujahida makes is that initially he need to make a supreme effort to, to combat that desire. But, but after mujahida, it takes much less effort to do so. Explaining this further, Hazrat Rahmatullah said, Otherwise, with mujahida, neither a greedy person's greed goes away completely, not a miser's miserliness or a mutakabbir's takabbur. But is somebody who does The um, Taqabbir means arrogance, grandiosity. However, they do get weakened. It means that if someone has greed, miserliness or taqabbir in his heart, then it does not subside completely with sustained effort, though it does get weaker.
1: Weakening means
0: the person still has those desires and drives inside him. But with repeated and sustained effort, those desires have become so weak that they do not compel the person to commit a sin and even if they do, he can resist them easily. For example, the spiritual ill of greed is naturally present in the hearts of many people. Allah Ta'ala said in the noble Quran, it has been made attractive for people to love the desires things, that is women children hoarded heaps of gold and silver branded horses cattle and tillage surah 3 verse 14 this tells us that such desires are part of human nature if this greed is used appropriately it's not a flaw in itself for example love of this material world to a degree which a person requires to earn his living and to look after his family and to fulfill their rights is appropriate and permissible. However, there is another level of greed about which the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said. If a human being gets one value of gold, he lusts to get another one. And even when he gets the second value, he will want a third one. Nothing can fill the tummy of the son of Adam besides soil of grave. This level of greed is haram as it forces a person to gather more and more wealth whether through, fa- whether through fair or unfair means. No. Then there are three different greeds, degrees of greed. The first and higher, the highest degree is that a person tries to obtain wealth through means which are clearly haram and impermissible. For example, that greed makes him try to acquire wealth through stealing it from other people or by committing robberies, or by deceiving other people. May Allah Ta'ala save us from it. Ameen. This is the most severe degree of greed. The second degree of greed is that the greed does not influence the, the person to the degree that he resorts to overtly haram ways of acquiring wealth, like robbery or theft. Rather it makes him acquire wealth through false justifications and excuses. This sort of greed is far more commonly amongst religious scholars. As Mufti Muhammad Shafi' Rahmatullah used to say that a Malvi is a religion, Satan is also a Malvi. If a Malvi's nafs, that is his inner self, tends him to steal, commit robbery or obtain someone else's property by deception, he would reply that it is not permissible and won't listen to his nafs but molvi satan is also a molvi. It suggests different excuses and interpretations to him to convince him to take that property. Even though by Sharia he was not allowed to take that money, but his greed persuaded him to use those excuses to obtain that unlawful money. This degree of greed is also haram. The third, third degree of greed is that the person does like money and and does want to accrue money um, accrue more and more wealth however as a result of this wish to get more money he neither commits any haram acts to get money nor does he adopt the way of using excuses and justifications to claim what is not rightfully his all he does is that he happily takes whatever allah ta'ala has given him through halal means and tries to get more more through halal means This degree of greed is not condemnable as it neither led him to committing any sins nor nor did he stray from the right path as a result of it. Similarly, Bukhil is that is miserliness is also an illness of the soul. In the noble Quran Allah Ta'ala says, Avarice that is materialism is made to be present in human souls. Surah 4 verse 128. It means that Allah Ta'ala has put love of material wealth in people's souls. That is why most human beings have some degree of love for wealth. As long as this pukhl does not interfere with that person carrying out his obligations and the Sharia, and it does not lead to him engaging in acts which are haram, undesirable, or against consideration of other people's feelings, then it's not deplorable. On the other hand, if a person does not pay zakat or does not give his wife and children reasonable living expenses or does not give sadaqah in Allah Ta'ala's way. Then this degree of Bukhul in some circumstances is haram and in circumstances is not haram, but certainly not desirable. In a Hadith, the Holy Prophet said that Allah Ta'ala likes that the impact of what he has blessed someone with shows upon his person. It means that how we live and dress should be reflective of the blessings Allah Ta'ala has showered upon us. This is also Bukhul. If Allah Ta'ala has blessed some, blessed someone with millions and he keeps himself covered in torn, shabby clothes. This is also in a way being ungrateful to Allah Ta'ala. Another form of bukhul is that a person does meet the absolutely essential expenses of his wife and children, but is really stingy when it comes to providing them with any degree of comfort. For example, he's well off and can afford to pro- provide them with good food, but gets only the most basic of foods for them. This is also included in the wider meaning of bukhul. On the other hand, If a person is not leaving any wajib that is necessary, commandments unfulfilled, rather he is providing for his wife and children so that they can live with the degree of comfort that he can afford in those circumstances. Even if it feels a bit uncomfortable spending money because of his love for money, there is no harm in it. Even though it is also a form of bukhul, but as this degree of bukhul did not lead him, to commit a sin. Therefore, this bukhul did not cause him any harm. So, the point is that as a result of mujahidah, that is sustained effort, neither the bukhul subsides completely nor the love of this material wealth subsides completely, but it does stop influencing a person's behavior. May Allah Ta'ala grant us all the motivation to save ourselves from these spiritual illnesses. Ameen. وآخر الدعوان أنه الحمد لله رب العالم